Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the episode of AEWTF for the March 17th episode of Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um, before I uh, let anybody else speak, I have to make this joke because I've been planning it for the most of the day. So the show opened with the Horsemen. I'm sorry. Evolution. I'm sorry. Fortune. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pinnacle. Then... So you worked on that. Uh, that you worked group, on that it, all day, huh? It took me all day. Oh, wow, all day. Okay, I am uh, impressed. But, uh, Fortune, I thought was the best one because who remembers I, that? I one? have no idea. Besides I have no idea. What Fortune was the group in uh, TNA that was like uh, when AJ cosplayed a for a little while. Oh, yeah, with AJ. Gotcha. Okay, well, yeah, it was bad. Well, uh, I know where you work, and I'm going to report you to your manager that you just spent <laughs> all day coming up with a terrible joke. <laughs> uh, that's all right. That's so, fine. hey, this is the St. Patrick's Day edition of Dynamite. Oh, yeah. What they what they called it? Had some kind of gimmick name? Uh, St. Patrick's St. Day St. Slam. Slam. Oh God. Is that what it, is that what it was? God. Yeah, it was legitimately <laughs> the name. I thought it was like same. I wrestled St. Patrick's Day Massacre I, or something. I, I I wrestled in many a bar show named that on St. Patrick's Day. So. Yeah. I wrestled in a bar that was named Sham, Shamrock. So, like, every fucking Me joke. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrestled in that bar. <laughs> Uh, is that was our locker room a truck, a back of a truck? No, that was the superstar locker room. Only the fucking top of the car. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. So was that like we changed in the superstar. Locker room. <laughs> it was like yeah. us and Virus and Unknown and Practor and Wicked. How weird the top of the kind of promotion already. I don't know, but <laughs> it's weird that Practor's already got a mention on this podcast. That's yeah. Part, but... So as you can hear, uh, Jason, you. You sound like you're far away, but he's you're here. I mean, you is this better? The farthest one away. That's much. I'm better. sorry, I was um, um doing things. Gross. So he, we're gross. just gonna leave it Stop at that. It. Just, your, your birthday's tomorrow, <laughs> so that is and, true. Uh, and happy 62nd <laughs> birthday to Jason here <laughs> next uh, tomorrow. I, I sound good for a senior. Thank you. <laughs> I sound passable for a senior. It's it's, it's so nice to hear you from Jason. So you... We lost him last episode. I thought a here's what game. happened. Yeah. Um. You said here's what I don't like about, and I said I don't care what he doesn't like, and I just hung up. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. This podcast is not for you. <laughs> but uh, so uh, Omega, what do you think of the Horseman Group? Uh, are we jumping to that? Yeah. They they arrived. That was there the second first, hour. So that was the opening. Uh, yeah, but okay, we can wait till we, they actually do their promo. But they, we see them arrive. The oh, first one arrives. So then, so Cody uh, and Penta. Uh, so I just really I have just one thing. Uh, Cody hates Triple H, but every week he becomes more Triple H. I think he hates Triple H because he wants to be him so badly. Well, see, I never, I think I love him the most. If he <laughs> loves someone, and I didn't even turn it into hate. So <laughs> I, uh, I thought it was a real dick move for Cody. Wow. Uh, to make Arn use the normie entrance, he always does. <laughs> That's the first time I've noticed. First time I've ever noticed. Like, I why isn't Arn that. allowed to come out with you in the cool entrance? No, this is for, the, for <laughs> wrestling royalty. This is for the game. I mean, the the night the a nightmare, whatever my name is. Yeah, yeah uh, I 
I didn't like the uh, or I didn't not like it. Um, Cody didn't get the no thigh slapping memo thing because he was yeah, doing he it not. hardcore for some of the <laughs> some moments, like very you know, blatant. Maybe it's a WWE. Maybe that's what WWE's doing. They're like, we're going to make this really big joke that we're not allowing leg slap and just watch the other guys do it blatantly because they have to. Well, they're the alternative. Like, put something in our face, right? Yeah, yeah, they're their alternative. So there's double leg slap. Well, now I kind of want to go back and watch some other Cody matches because has he always done that, or was this just Cody? He's always, yeah, he's always, uh, he's always done. Okay, that. okay. I thought maybe this was just Ch- Cody just being like, yeah, hey guys, see. Uh-huh. Come here, you can leg slap all you want. <laughs> uh, Jason? Uh, so here's my issue with it. And yes, I, I think that the Cody Triple H argument has been there for a while. But he's just... so, And I I don't remember who said it. It could have even been one of you guys on here previously. Uh, but said he thinks that he it, is Triple H in his head, but he's really just Jeff Jarrett. Oh. Like... Oh. He, <laughs> Jesus. So... So the Jason shooting. Okay, so uh, we'll we'll just direct this straight at Tim because Cash has a weird thing with with where this could go. Um, so if someone threatened your child, your <laughs> unborn child, yeah. however that went in the random promo last week, wouldn't there be more emotion in the match tonight? Well, that's an AEW thing in general. Like, they lose the emotion. It, a lot it of just times there was no. Stories. Well, and I had that note a few other times. There just there was no. The whole story is I'm going to break your arm so that you can go on early paternity leave. The fact that they're saying it now makes it more obvious when he does actually go on leave. Uh, if mm-hmm. he does, um, since as we did say, he only has to go to work one day a week. So, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I just felt like. The match itself was kind of lackluster because they both, I feel, could do better. And I think I know Omega gives a better uh, ha- cop killer, whatever well, it's called. And, uh, well, and I had a question about that. So that wasn't in the match. I do that that wasn't actually the cop killer. I think that was called a backslide powerbomb <laughs> yeah. because of the way he released him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and how many people on the roster do the destroyer? Everybody. I get that. I get that it's not Petey Williams' move anymore, and maybe there's someone on this podcast that uses it a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but um, it's cash. Um, but everybody, like, it's one of those moves that you're supposed to. Whenever you see it, you're supposed to go, "Oh wow!" Yeah, it, it's just a DDT now. Yeah, it's an arm drag. Like, because <laughs> people well, like it. Even. It's so it's so easy to perform. Everybody learns that they can do it, so that's why everyone sprinkles it in. Because oh, look what I can do. See, I did it twelve right. years ago, it, and people freaked out. I didn't even want it to be my finish. I had no plans. I just was doing it because PD was doing it, and I knew I figured out how to. It was easy to pull off because me and JD could do it real easy. So I did it, and then everyone made it be my finishing move. People started booking me and say, "Oh, do that uh, front foot power bomb." Like, so I didn't even. I'm like, "Well, I guess that's my finish now because everyone's making me do it." So, um, can we cut to after the match? So after the match, um, I didn't say yes, Penta, but I guess it's your birthday. Pen- Pen- Penta hits the hardest punches I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> on a down competitor, I am so glad that five people jumped out of the audience. Billy Gunn took his nice time, um, but we can't talk about that because QT Marshall took a little longer. <laughs> but they had to rush in there, and then everyone just do a standoff. <laughs> yeah, like w- there's always there's too many beatdowns. So after Penta, that. 
Penta's in full on. I'm just a video game character mode because all he does is spam his taunt until he gets his finisher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then the so he's the bad guy, evil heel, threatening to kill me or whatever it is, break his arm. And then he's like putting on silly hats in the crowd and making faces. I'm like, what? What are you? He's the new La Parca. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Well, he can't be because there's someone That's else racist. on this roster that is apparently the chairman. So, oh. <laughs> as far oh. as the patch goes, so yes, the vertebraker sucked. The dive they did in the rail also sucked. I don't know why. Yeah, it did. Like, if you're gonna that do the vertebraker, bad. do it. But if you don't think you can do it safely without hurting the guy, don't do it. I, yeah, simple thing. You got to go for it. <laughs> but uh, so the the finish they go for Penta gets the arm breaker deal on Cody. And Cody gets like a flash roll up after. In theory, I don't hate that, but they executed it so poorly that it just can't. Yeah, he didn't so didn't have his leg over his arm and stuff. I saw that. Well, and, like, and after just doing, I, I get that everyone knows. All right, he's gonna break Cody's arm. That's gonna be the end. He's gonna go out on leave is what everyone's expecting. So they're like toying with your expectations, but at least put a little fucking effort into it. For it to end on that kind of pin, though, after he did just have the arm breaker on him, like it should have been, he, he should have been able to kick out based on the fact that Cody was selling the arm injury, so he couldn't just put his hands on him and hold him down. He lost yeah, his even special, t- though, because he just used it. He didn't have any taunts left. Yeah. Oh, well, my bad. <laughs> he should have saved it for a kick out, but Cody, could, it would have made more sense. Like, yeah, if they would have thought about it extra hard, he would have used his legs, rolled back, pulled him through, and then did a pin that way with like one arm, but using his legs. And like, oh, Cody was able to do it without, you know, the injured arm. Blah, did blah, anyone, blah. did anyone understand why Cody burned through every finisher he has and let Penna kick out of everything? No well, idea. Was, he did, he did destroyer into springboard cutter into crossroads and he still kicked out. That's my, one of my big notes here is that I didn't understand the structure of this match at all. Uh, it was just the baby face hitting all of his big finishers one after the other, and the the heel being like valiant and kicking out and fighting. Like I didn't understand what we're doing. Uh, and especially yeah. since the, the after the match stuff went down the way it did, and Cody pretty much stopped selling the arm. I don't think this is them writing Cody off at all. Yeah, I yeah. I hated the finish. Uh, like like you said, in theory it was good. I don't like. Why could you not just as Penta goes to snap back? Because like everybody knows what it looks like. As he goes to snap back, Cody just t- uses the momentum and rolls him up. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I knew the finish of this because I listened to a podcast and they said, and Cody ends up hitting every all these moves and then wins with the roll up. So I knew it was coming, and that's exactly what I thought they were going to do when he was going for the arm. I was like, oh, this will be good. And then it didn't happen. I was like, oh, we'll probably do it the second time. So, so that's what I was actually waiting for, Kat. With, with the match ending the way it did, where does that go storyline wise? Are the are the two of them just done? I, I mean, or, I guess because, or because of the no, beat down afterwards, that means they have to fight again. I guess because I mean, I beat you with a roll up, so <laughs> in a not very hard fought contested match. So why would I give you another shot? I mean, I guess like you know, you, you got the. Cody did hit him with everything, and it took like a like a flash roll up. Like I don't know if they just fucked up the execution of it, but I don't I don't like it paired with uh, uh, the last episode when Cody just no sold the power bomb from Shaq. Like like I'm not a big fan yeah. of Cody just deciding I'm not fucking selling. Like he's supposed to be the traditional wrestler guy, right? Babyface comeback, like, yeah. And he's Face just like, nah, me. fuck it, I'm not selling anymore. 
And like Draven said, in the post-match, like, I guess if you have tape on your shoulder, it's that's 100% the cure. No worries. <laughs> uh, Lucha Underground treated what? that arm breaker as so realistic yeah. and, like, super murder death. Yeah. And here it's just kind of like he took an arm ringer. Yeah, it's it's like the uh, on – it's like Pete Dunne's finger break thing. It's like he breaks your fingers, and then within seconds you're like, oh, I'm good. Back to punching that's, that's how broken <laughs> fingers work. Yeah, he's uh, with the map I mean, I do often no sell broken fingers in matches and don't let people know. I'm yeah, that's when you're not. Yeah, that's when it's not a big flashy like, "Hey, look at me! I'm about to break your fingers." It's a uh, I legit broke my goddamn finger. Now I gotta pretend I didn't. True. <laughs> um, does anyone give a shit about the Nightmare Family? Nope. No. Like, well, I don't. I love Cody Worker, but not a single other one of those Nightmare Family guys does anything uh, for me. Uh, I feel like they should Agreed. be a strictly AEW dark group. Like, we don't need them on Dynamite. We don't need their, like, weird drama and infighting. No one gives a shit. Wow. All right. So <laughs> next, I agree. I agree. <laughs> next, we have a, a weird Bucks promo where they do the thing where a guy saying, you guys are losing it. You're not as good as you used to be. I you hated this fucking them, so segment. <laughs> My my note just says awkward. Yeah, That's I put it. weird bucks promo. That's what I've titled this. <laughs> well, I have weird but good. But the only thing that I thought was good is that I thought it was good that they had uh, Don Callis come clean that he was faking having a bruised eye from them the last time around. Yeah. I don't know if you guys were watching that. Yeah, I didn't see that. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know. Like what a he was month and a half. Ago, month and a half ago, they had a uh, camera follow them to like dude's house. Him and Kenny Omega had like a naked oil painting together, but the they made the camera guy leave the room and put the camera down. And Don Callis like made it look like the Young Bucks beat the shit out of him and showed up on Dynamite with a bruised eye and shit, making it seem like mm. super. Oh, to kind of like that to fuck with Kenny Omega or okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just uh, why did we like last week the Young Bucks buried Jericho by saying he would just be the opener on NXT. So they bar- so they buried their own co- yeah. or two weeks ago, whatever that was. So they buried their own company. And now they are getting their tag belts are getting buried by Don Callis. Yeah. Like they're the goddamn tag team champions. What do you mean like they're they're nothing anymore? They're the elite because they're the tag champs. Right. But, and not but to again, mention but again, hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. He he is a heel. Yeah. Like he's a heel talking shit. You're not supposed yeah. to believe heels. He's just full of shit. But aren't heels supposed to speak the truth? Like no. usually, when a guy's lost a step and you do that whole gimmick, that's the whole thing. Is he actually has? But lost I think a it, step. Uh, these guys not, just not necessarily. Everybody. You could just be getting in his head or trying to make him look bad for other people. I or think that we're better if the young bucks for the past few months haven't been so aimless. Because if like I don't even know, are they heel? Are they face? <laughs> who do they like? Who do they not like? Now their faces. It's weird because they were teasing, are they part of this Kenny Omega group for like a few weeks? And then they just dropped it completely and did the build for the pay-per-view with Omega and Mox doing the barbed wire match. And Young Bucks weren't part of it at all. But now it seems like they're picking it back up as if they didn't just take two months off. from. Yeah, I have that later in my notes where I I do wonder if they didn't mean to like start that a couple months ago. If like they were like, ah, shit, we shouldn't have done that. So they just kind of like ignored it. They're like, we're just going to bring it back tonight. 
But yeah, I just feel like the and the Bucks are like always come across as like just assholes to me. I've never liked them. I've never been a fan of the Young Bucks. Uh, I wasn't a fan of them in person. Um, wow. I just yeah. think like so shot. when Don so when Don Callis and a heel's burying them, I'm just like, all right, I don't feel sorry mm-hmm. for them. Like fuck those guys. Well, as a mm-hmm. typical viewer that's supposed yeah. to like them, yeah. Dude. All right, so Jade squash. Yeah, it was a it was a and fine squash it. match. She looks um she looks super yeah. impressive. Like she has a hell of yeah, a entrance does. and production for her her video and lighting grid and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, she's a natural like so. uh, character. I mean, like she's effortless with that. And, and she's probably got the best body or in wrestling. women's wrestling. Like she's jacked. And, <laughs> yeah, or just wrestling. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, my only note, again, I, it, like you guys said, Matt was a good squash. It shows that she's powerful. Um, but usually I appreciate getting the records, the win and loss, and those kind of fun facts. But to see that her opponent is 0-2 this year and it's her first time being on Dynamite in 490 days, last week your debut match, which they kept reminding us, was in the ring with Shaq and Cody. And now they – they're just telling us that they're giving you a job. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's what numbers so, are, though. Like, I mean, which makes sense if that would have been like, that's how your first and second match should be. But since your first match was such a high profile match, now for you to instantly just. Wait, are I you, mean, I guess are you making the argument not, that she has to, every single match from here on out has to be with at least as big of a star as Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if she can't be in there with whoever their special guest is from whatever other TNT shows, I don't understand. What was, is I mean, Rizzoli and Isles still out there? Get them in there with <laughs> What was the story? Uh, I know this is kind of like just backtracking big time to like storylines have already happened. But what was the story? I know that uh, Brandy got like is pregnant, so she couldn't do it. Was there any reason they picked? Uh, uh, yeah, Brandy yeah. Velvet. Hey. Uh, Brandy had been her manager for six months, so she just made the most sense to slide into okay. that spot. She's also a nightmare fan. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I like her. I like them. That makes sense. Then, like, she's being managed by them or whatever, part of their team, and like put up a good fight. So. I don't know. Like, I'm sure, yeah, she'll get squashed again by Jade. Or I'm sure Jade will go over. But it's, I don't know. She's pretty impressive in the ring. Yeah. Both of them are bad. So, uh, next we have the Pinnacle promo. So, we can actually get into this. I just want to say that MJF uh, makes me moist (laughs) in my loins. So, there we go. Uh, (laughs) I thought the Pinnacle name is a great name for a group. Uh, The promo, my biggest opinion about it it was just too much exposition like it was a lot i they just like held your hand and walked you through the past it's because it was so complicated i mean yeah it's just so many bits and pieces if you were just i was okay with it because if you just start watching dynamite or just even in the last week or two you actually I, so I, stuff, I agree with so. you there, but yeah. I felt like they could have used that more think, to explain what built up to the unsanctioned lights out match. I like I thought I, I thought some time could be taken I, I wish, away from this promo and given to that. But MJF just man, 
He knocks it out of the park with a telling uh, Y2J he needs to take more walks in the park by looking at him. He made the hairline joke and then his pecs separating joke. I mean, they were all just little like jabs, but they were. Yeah, all, I mean, everything that everybody me. said was really good. I just thought it was just we didn't need like quite the complete history lesson. Which Damn, I think pretty speech. much everyone's going to agree with here. I thought everything about the promo was pretty amazing, except for Sean Spears and the suit. It looked like he got off. Dude, he looks terrible. Like, yep, the fucking haircut is dumb. He just how is Peyton Royce married to that? (laughs) Yeah, he looks kind of like a like I don't know. He's like chubby but not chubby. Like in his face, he's got like a kind of like a fat face. Like I just fuck Sean Spears. You know what I mean? Like. Team Connor. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Uh, oh, and and again, he is the chairman. So yeah. that's La Parca. Jason Pinnacle, what do you think? Uh, I I like the name when they showed the symbol later uh, when they're putting it on the door. I like the way that looked too. Um, so that was all good. Yeah, M- MJF's just straight fire whenever he's on the mic, um, and even even Tully leading into it was a good starting yeah. promo for, you know, yeah. like before passing it off instead of it just being him talking. But I am glad that he didn't pass the mic to everybody. True. So that uh, we had, I, it was a lot better for him to speak on behalf of the other guys than him to be like, all right, now you tell him, Wardlow. All right, yeah. now you tell him. You tell yeah. him. Uh, I was actually like, he actually worked me for a minute when he was like the – I'm 24 years old. I'm going to be doing this for another 25 years. I was like, holy shit, he's right. He'll be doing this for like 20 more years at least. So that blew my mind as he said it. So, uh, Next, uh, we'll move on to Matt Hardy uh, because I think his promo sucked in the little side video during his entrance, but I think it's just because I just watched that MJF promo. So that could have been the effect of that because it was just, he was being overdramatic and MGF was being very real and angry. And then when he had him being like almost a character, it just came off a little bit cheesy, I think, I just because I just that. watched that one. Like, yeah, I it was a little box I completely on that. How much it... oh, he said, um, private party, they love money and Butcher yeah. and the Blade, they like to make money. All right. Yeah. I do that remember that. Okay, I t- yeah, I did hear that. And so, and so we're go- and so somehow that transfers them into all making money just because they like to make money and they like to have money or whatever. I mean, I, yeah, should, I, mean, I should do that. I could be in that. I could be in that group. Money. My name's right. Cash. Heyo, <laughs> Draven, Matt Hardy, his group. Again, like <laughs> I don't think they make any sense together. <laughs> yeah, I forget how we talked to you. Uh, dun- into Dungeon it. of Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's right. That's the only way to do it. But then Dressing Express, I hate that little Marco. I just when they tossed my ring there. Yeah, but I just he, it's unfortunate he, wow. he didn't die. He almost died, uh, <laughs> and and he he needed to thank the butcher for being in the right spot he because that's died. who caught him. Because he it almost died twice him, in the span of like it would have been bad. seconds. Because well, I almost did too. Well, because it's, how the, like he's Matt that Hardy? Terrible. Like just like I love Matt Hardy. Uh, I don't love him. I like Matt Hardy a lot. 
I, oh, hey, wait, I got to tell us before I forget. Uh, I shoot gave my uh, baby cousin Matt Hardy's phone number because he's a big mark. And I was like, you play text <laughs> me back, so here you go. Oh, help, help yourself. I, so I did that bad out there on a podcast, but man. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> oh, my answer, I'm not doing anything this week. Uh, so how did, like, Matt Hardy just, I know we said it last week, I think, but he needs to just start doing promos and quit working. Like, he had, how, Agreed. when he had Marco stunt, uh, he had him, like, held up for a slam, and then Jungle Boy jumped off and drop kicked Marco Stunt in the back. Like, Marco Stunt weighs tw- 25 oh, yeah. pounds. Right. And yeah. Matt Hardy yeah. somehow, like, he turned because the force of the kick was too much for him. And he plants Marco Stunt face first into the mat. Well, maybe and, he did it on If purpose. he did, dick move. Hopefully. Maybe Tim texted him and said, hey, I hate this fucking Marco hey, Stunt. Well, yeah, if he did it on purpose, dick move on his part, because it hurts like the dickens when you get, like, dropped face first <laughs> into the mat, and then just, like, that mat burn. First of all, old-timey cash. No did. one says that anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Jason said, though, the Butcher saved Marco Stunt's life on that uh, toss from Bear Country. Yeah. Uh, yeah I really yeah. do like how they... Uh, are getting into the bear country against Jurassic Park and how they did it within during this match. Jurassic, Jurassic Park, I always say park. Jurassic park better. <laughs> uh, they just did like a really good job of having like little little moments throughout the match to show. But then uh, Jim Ross, I'm hoping this becomes like a weekly thing for Jim Ross because I think last week I had a random thing that he said, and this week. While it's showing Bear Country and Jurassic Express kind of having like a little like, hey, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> Jim Ross goes, I know what you're going to say. It's, it's as if we have two different teams tagging. Yeah, yeah, Jim. That's yeah. <laughs> on both sides of the ring, we have two different teams tagging. That's the entire setup of this thing. So I really, I really hope he says he, random great, shit everywhere. Great <laughs> You, have you ever seen that SNL skit where yes. they do the old women's sports and they and have they the have, two dudes do it's the amazing. classic ESPN classic? And the one guy, he'll be like, he'll be like, what do you think she, uh, she's thinking there? And he'll just like, well, she's probably that she's at the Olympics and this is really random. <laughs> yeah, and it's, they're always sponsored by a feminine, <laughs> feminine hygiene product. Right. Yeah, Uh, when you're back, there was one point in the match where Tony Schiavone was had to be really careful not to say glory hole. I don't know if I don't know if anyone picked up on that. He was was saying, uh, he said something about he said something about like the tag teams, like somebody going going for the glory, and then Jim Ross said. Like glory something. I'm about to mute myself. And Tony Schiavone <laughs> jumps back in really, really quick, and he starts going, "Yeah, glory, uh, glory, uh, glory, 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 hog." That's exactly what he. It was amazing. He wanted to say glory oh. so bad. <laughs> I'm just here to report what oh. the commentators are saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess the only real note. I have here about this one. I do think Private Party are better as heels yes. than they are as faces. Uh, and this is tangentially related here. Did you guys know that this week's Dark had a match of Luchasaurus that was so bad they took it offline uh, to take watches I out of it? I just read that today, yeah. Oh, wow. 
wow. he was that Caesar Bonani guy that hurt Cody Rhodes, and they legit just did like repeating the same spot three times in a row where they're trying to do some rope running stuff and then stop. And they would just they like stare at each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was like bounce, bounce, duck a line, kick was supposed to be the spot, but they botched <laughs> it like three times in a row. Then they had to cut out. They cut out wow. Jack Evans, uh, his whole match, I guess, because he's so out of shape. Then? No, he oh. he did a uh, Phoenix Splash, or whatever, and he landed. I forget who he hit with it, but he landed like pretty awkwardly on their arm, or something. But they ended up cutting the whole match. Like they're pretty pissed off at him for being reckless. Oh, I didn't. Even How is he going to? Yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I think it was your Phoenix Splash. Whatever, he, but yeah, whatever he was doing, I was like, well, couldn't the other guy just like not let that happen? Like, just do his part to stay safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he if he double kneed him in the face or something, then that's on Jack Evans. But if his arm got caught by a knee, then put your arm in. Yeah, him. I mean, that's you where your arms are. Well, I mean, you didn't see it. Maybe he landed three feet further away than he should have, and his knees were. Hmm. That could that could be yeah knee on like the opposite arm uh, the so other side. He's crazy, reportedly so. picked up That's backstage true. heat. Oh, he uh, busted open uh, uh, number ten. So yeah, he ended up uh, uh-huh. he did a phoenix splash where he ended up catching number ten in the face with an elbow. So he hit him with the but still like that that should happen. Oh, they didn't. I, they didn't off of there. That's oh, they said there. that the. Uh, that was from before. They're saying this is the second time he's done. Oh, I got you, I got you. Says the observer, they had to take the the AEW Dark episode down to edit it, where Brody uh, Brody Lee Jr. I guess got in the match and did like a fist bump to number ten, but he was pouring blood. Uh, and they were like, "Hey, let's maybe not have like the kid in there with like some dude pouring blood out of his body." But yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know why Jack Evans would have heat for that. Like that shit happens. Yeah, I'd have to see it. It'd yeah, be a gr- pretty egregious. Like, like when Draven does a four fifty to me, I don't expect like he's always hit it. But if he missed a little bit, that's pretty hard to right. aim, man. It's not the you can't be exact. You can get within a foot. Every good wrestler can get within six inches a foot, but you can't be exact. So Draven, so remember that when you was. when you worked him again, he's totally. If you bust him open on purpose, he's gonna think it was an accident. <laughs> it's always on purpose. <laughs> hey, was was uh when you did the moonsault double stomp to me, was that the plan? It was, right? Yeah. Okay. But then you moonsault off of me. That was a bonus <laughs> moonsault. Yes. Bonus moonsault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or a bonus. Or if you were hard, it was a boner moonsault. I just posted off I, That's how I didn't get hurt. I just put that up there and <laughs> Yeah, that's why you never get hurt on spots. You always you just get that boner in the way. Yourself. Yeah, it's pr- that's how you got that spring. How do you think you got that spring? That uh, how do you guys down. think I got the lazy eye? <laughs> you shouldn't have been staring at it so much. <laughs> uh, I told the story, Draven, at work the other day that uh, where you picked me up in the suplex and then my dick came out <laughs> while you're holding me up there. Yep. <laughs> and then he was never the same. But, so, next, speaking of dicks, Christian, he's not a dick, but <laughs> I need a transition. So, Christian. Does a promo, uh, just the most okay promo ever, I thought. Uh, you skipped the uh, Kingston Moxley promo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that was... It's hard to keep track oh, because we so are many. on prom- promo number six, match number two. I don't uh, have any notes on Kingston Moxley, so Jason, go. <laughs> um, King- Kingston quoted all <laughs> kinds of 90s rappers. 
Moxley stood in the background looking really amped up. All right. They some of the verbiage they used would probably be pretty cheesy if you just read it yeah. on a piece of paper, but because they're both such good promo guys, it came off authentic as fuck. Yeah, they're yeah, great. I I, uh, I like the promo because you could like they legitimately start it like before they knew they were live. I think because also if you if I'm Christian and they say hey we got you on right after the box like, no you do not say, no you don't no <laughs> nope, you we're don't. gonna put no, about three no, things no. between that uh, to uh, Jason's point here let me just I did the tally again for matches versus promos. This week, there's six matches and 11 promos. <laughs> Man. Now, now Jason's got to mute himself. Now, uh, side question, since I haven't watched any episodes of Dark, are there any promos on Dark, or is it just straight matches, since it seems like there's 35 matches per The episode. original Dark show, they just go right through with matches, no promos, no angles, really. But that Elevation yeah. show, they did sprinkle in a couple promos and one little angle with Kenny Omega. Okay. Here's a question for you, Draven. On uh, I don't watch Being the Elite, which made me mad at first because I'm like, they would do stuff on AEW, and I was like, I don't know what that is. And someone would be like, oh, I was on Being the Elite. I'm like, I don't want to watch YouTube to be able to keep up with the television show. But so on Being the Elite, are they still all friends? Are they staying with the storyline? Is that still a thing or what? Well, the the Being the Elite show, I don't watch every week, but I do catch some of them. Uh, It's not really – in character kayfabe stuff, it's us. Ba- it'd be like us backstage goofing. But off. don't they? But then weren't they using it to further storyline sometimes and stuff too? Though they do, but it's not like, oh my god, you're a heel, I'm a face. We hate each other. It's like they just are dudes hanging so they, out backstage they, at a wrestling show. Oh, that's, that's weird to me that they put out like a kayfabe breaking show, but every once in a while they'll involve some kayfabe. But all right, um, like uh, one of the big angles that led into All In is uh. Hangman Adam Page killed Joey Ryan I, with a I, hotel phone. I saw that because they showed it on the pay-per-view, so I actually knew what was going on. But but they were all, like, friends at the time, and it was, like, a big in-joke and stuff. So, yeah, I don't really know how to answer the question. <laughs> uh, so Christian's promo, <laughs> oh, Christian's promo now, it was okay. Anybody got anything about Christian? I it just didn't come off as well coming after – Fucking the two best. Yeah, I, I'm glad movie. I didn't see that. I think there was a commercial before, and I fast forward, and I stopped when I saw Christian's face, and that's probably why I missed that first one. Uh, I was like, God, he's ugly. I I just feel like he. I feel like they completely botched very- Christian's like uh, showing up. He like yep. looking back on it now, like they should have never said anything about a big surprise. Uh, they already had an exploding barbed wire death match as the draw for the pay-per-view, so I don't know why they thought they needed the additional, like, we're going to have a huge announcement. But, like, it was just fell flat, I think. If they would have just had Christian show up randomly during something to get involved, like, without anybody expecting it, then I think it would have been pretty big. But now, like, his promo, I just didn't care. I was just I was just like, yeah, you're, you're Christian. Yeah. You've, you've been around for a while. Okay, cool. It was structure. It was structurally good. Yeah, I mean, I mean like he, good, he but, knows how yeah. to talk. It's just, it was just, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Christian's gonna do the thing he did. Like he's gonna be Christian. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> just I don't know what else. I don't know. It's just, it's just boring. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> God damn it, he's gonna be Christian here. Well, he like, turns into like TNA Christian, where he's like, oh, I'm a main eventer here. But like, then if you're back at WWE, he's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I'm Edge's buddy. So it's like, <laughs> well, 
he was the main eventer there too. Yeah, nobody he did hold the world title a couple times. Him and Orton had a good feud. That was it. You have more concussions than anyone, so you have no excuse. <laughs> uh, so then we had Mox and Eddie versus the Good Brothers. I don't care about the Good Brothers. This match was bad. Uh, I did not like it. I have one uh, note about it, and it's not about <laughs> any of the four wrestlers in the match. <laughs> so the note I have is just to put over Bryce because uh, when they're when Eddie Kingston hit the double down and he was teasing going for a tag in the wrong corner, Bryce got out of the corner to leave it unoccupied so nice. Eddie Kingston wouldn't like look like an idiot crawling towards the ref in the uh, corner. Which is such a small thing, but such a big thing. When Bryce you really also really nicely ducked a punch to knock someone off the apron that I was like, oh, they're going to hit Bryce. He ducked so that they could hit the guy. And, and it was like very smooth. Uh, I am completely in disagreement with you, Tim. I love this match. Wow. I'm a like, but I'm I'm a mark for just your basic tag team match, and this was that's what this was. Oh, here's my explanation of this. So, I I've done this personally myself, and I don't mean to, and it's hard to do. But so you wrestle in the main event. Say you're Moxley. You wrestle in the main event over and over. You're the guy. You're the guy. You're the guy. And then they put you, and then you go to a different show, and they put you in a tag team just randomly with someone else and a baby face against two mid card guys. And you have to pretend you care. <laughs> so Mox was over exaggerating, like jumping up and down when you just wrestled on a main event of a pay-per-view and exploding barbed wire match. And now you're doing a tag against the good brothers. I, I just felt like he was, um, it, this was his job today. And he tried to do the job the best he could, but he didn't want to be there. That's the way it looked to me. I could be completely wrong. I could be putting my feelings on Moxley, but, that's what it looked like to me. I can kind of, yeah. I mean, I can, I, I, I do distinctly remember like the one time when he was like on the apron, shaking his fist, and, like made yes. some weird face. Yes. I just, I don't know. I felt like this was a very old school, traditional tag match. Uh, they jump Eddie Kingston right from the entrance, so like then he's now he's like the baby face, constantly fighting from underneath. Uh, like, uh, let, let let me ask you this: Last week we went over how. They had to go through dudes in the entrance tunnel to get the dude, but like, shouldn't Moxley be standing? Yeah, right I didn't understand Kingston that. Took him so like, long to get out there. I I feel like the entrances, like AEW has weird portals. Like people <laughs> just, people just come out of like all kinds of different places. Like, uh, be- well, because Mox always comes out from like up yeah, in the. But why oh, would that's true? Why wouldn't Kingston be with him there? Right. So. Exactly. Hey, hey, but I'll meet you out there. I'm going to go oh, do that's... my interesting. It's the same as Cody and Art. Like Moxie's like, I I love Yeti, but you got to use the normal entrance. You're not. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not getting the special treatment. Uh... So they have a heel entrance, a face entrance, a Cody Tweener entrance, and a Moxie. And then Darby Allen, he sometimes has a. I'm suddenly sitting in the upper deck entrance. Yeah. Upper Decker, right. yeah. Uh, Upper Decker, gotcha. Uh, what was um, I going to say? Oh, yeah, so uh, – but I can definitely see what you're saying, Tim. Like, there, I do think maybe Mox was like uh, – maybe – I think he might have been having fun with, like, doing, like, a old-school match, yeah. and he just definitely wasn't taking it. Because, like, yep. again, yeah, he was just in the one of the biggest AEW matches ever. And – It just seemed like what I would – One thing to I consider – on One thing to consider, on. though, is uh, – a lot of the animated movements and stuff look silly because his backdrop is just a screen. 
if he had a full yes. live crowd there and he was doing the same thing, it probably Definitely wouldn't agree. come off. I was uh, that 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 this is- match. Uh, there was two different times on the show, and or maybe three, but like this match, and then something earlier made me just really hate that there's not fans. Like I'm so sick of seeing the other workers at ringside. Uh, the main event definitely okay. made me feel that way when we get there. Um, and I think the Cody match, because when he came out, they definitely panned to the audience a lot, the audience in quotes, uh, because I I initially wrote down, why is everyone wearing a green Cody Rhodes shirt? And then when they showed the then when they showed the workers the second time, I saw that some of them were just wearing green AEW shirt. But like again, why why are they leading? Yeah, champs? I mean, you gotta, I guess they... you gotta have something out there. I just can't wait for fans. No. The show, right. no, it was so bad when nobody did anything. Like the first few weeks of the pandemic, they had guys standing out there but not reacting as if they were think... fans. And it, the, the yeah, it was like it some was dudes so wandered into like watch. a wrestling show. Is I think they went too far now. When you have dudes that I can clearly recognize me, I mean, the main events what I'm talking about too, but it gets really silly, like making silly expressions and stuff they don't do ever, except for when they're watching this. Right. What? Uh, so their taping schedule, they do the one week live on Wednesday, then they do the next week's on Thursday, the next day. So like this episode was taped in front of just those workers. Oh, in the front row. wow. I didn't realize. Okay. So there was actually no people, but there was last week. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought okay. I right. thought they were legit live every week. No, they've been taped every it's, other week for like how, six That's months crazy. Now. They've like uh, stopped spoilers oh. from coming out. Yeah, there was one time a spoiler came out, and it was a guy that had just oh, recently I remember been released that. Yeah. from NXT, uh, Tino Sabatelli, and then they banned him from ever coming <laughs> back, and he signed back to NXT. It was wow. Uh, well, my my notes for the Good Brothers match was I appreciated them wearing their hats <laughs> during the entire initial attack on Eddie because anyone that that committed to wearing hats is my kind of people. Uh, <laughs> wow, that, that was my big note. The uh, Magic Killer on the outside it was wasn't good. was very not good, and and then unfortunately that was what they had to sell because it was a big move on the outside. Like, but it it wasn't. Uh, other than that, though, I'm like Cash. I love me a good tag match with actual tag workers where there's plenty of combination well, moves. And they were giving us that, which is something that they hadn't, that the Good Brothers hadn't been doing, at yeah. least when they were at the bed. I'm kind like, of cool here. I like, I love a good tag match, regular tag teams doing tag moves, but Mox and Kingston really aren't a regular tag team doing tag moves. I didn't moves. like it. I, I, lo- I like right. their tag matches. That's, I just don't see this as one of them at all. Well, I mean, you're clearly wrong, and I'm right. So, <laughs> I was going to say, also, one minute says, "Does anyone want?" No, this I mean, like, I don't want this. You guys right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so leading out of this, since you have to watch three different companies in order to understand any storylines, so the Good Brothers just lost the Impact belts to, to Finn Juice. Yeah, no, no. no well, so, I'm going to explain who they are to those two. Oh. Finn, okay. Juice. Mm-hmm. That'd be um, <laughs> David, <laughs> Finley David, David Finley. Oh, uh, and okay. Duke Robinson. Okay, who 
when the good brothers would have been in Japan the first time would have been basically like not necessarily their young boys, but the, but like with the young lions, those kind of the up and comers. So for them to beat them at the impact and take the belts back to new Japan is a big thing for new Japan because new Japan's all screw screw you guys for leaving our company and going to America. I think you're, so I think you're booking your own storylines there, pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you if gotta you read, read into everything. That's Finjuice but came they over. also announced because of the are... pandemic. Finjuice came over to America to stay until they're done with their Impact run. Those belts aren't going back to Japan. I don't think well, New Japan would even put Impact titles there on their shows. <laughs> Inception uh, will put Impact titles on the shows. You never can tell. There is such there's such deep heat over the way Okada was used in TNA that they. That's the reason why they voluntarily quit their Access TV deal and TNA well, parents um, bought the channel. Well, uh, now I forgot. So you, oh, also uh, read Jason's uh, wrestling fanfic. Uh, racing, ra- Jason's wrestling fanfic.com. <laughs> I'm going to right. it. Uh, exactly. Trust me, my Jason's booking could be better than the real thing. Fanfic. <laughs> so they, but, uh, com. Right. So... They've already uh, booked the rematch between the two teams for the belts in Impact, though. So I'm sure they're going to drop the belts back to them. Right, but you said that you've got to watch three promotions to know what's going on in AEW, but that's not really true because none of that has anything to do with AEW. Well, the Good Brothers are there, and Don Callis represents them also, and he was telling the Young Bucks they're terrible, but yet they're tag champs, and his boys just lost their tag belts. So that makes him look even sillier. Right, because he's a heel that's supposed to. I don't know. I don't know if I checked out. Uh, <laughs> Listen, so wait, I'm so wait, every, did you guys believe? Did you guys believe every heel growing up was always telling? I, the I truth don't want to say yes because like I've, I've said some mean things in promos <laughs> against you. So, IRS is really a tax fan. Uh, was I really going after people it. and shit. Right and right. So IRS was a yeah. tax guy, and he had the Repo Man work for him. You can, and he you would go and get his stuff for him. No, this all this all tracks. And and he you're right. He, Duke, Duke the Duke the dumpster Drosy also yeah. worked for him and would go through people's trash to try and find uh, any kind of tax evasion. I can't plug your your website like, anymore. Uh, it was a it was a great it was a great business <laughs> know, model. Right? I think save some for next week. Uh, all right, so let's move <laughs> on from that. So. Uh, Kenny came out and and they did that whole thing. Well, I forgot that part, but I think Kenny is cheesy as hell and silly and over animated. Great worker when the match starts. I love the stuff he does, but I do not like any of his character work hardly. Yeah, I tend to agree, but this is the same way he was in New Japan. So this yeah, is what and, I, and the Japanese want. crowd kind of likes over exaggerated things. If you watch Japanese workers, and he just keeps doing it, he needs to adjust his style and tone tone down the hand motions and the crazy head movements and the funny eyes and all that. I think stuff. those those tone are just his eyes, buddy. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he can't help it. He's got, the, he's got those wild <laughs> eyes. Yeah, change it. Uh, I will. I, I get that yeah. they need like I understand why this didn't happen is because John Moxley needed the chair at the end. But I did think it was funny that the young bucks come out to like stop, uh, you know, Moxley from getting his neck broke with a chair, but then they don't, then they don't ever like try to get rid of the chair to like, or, or fuck Eddie Kingston because they're like, yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah. they just like, yeah, I can, I can understand the Eddie Kingston thing a little bit more. Cause he <laughs> like has been a shit bag the entire time he's been there until 
Yeah, but I just thought, like, I mean, again, I completely understand, like, Moxley needed the chair, but it's just, it's humorous if, like, this was real, that the Young Bucks come out, but then, like, they don't ever actually move the chair. And at any point, Kenny or the Good Brothers could have just stomped on it. And we all know if you don't too sweet someone when they put the too sweet up, that's an extra boy. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. if they. That's a hate crime. I think it's a hate crime. I have to look <laughs> it up. But I'm, I. I usually specialize it is in my football, house. But... Uh, this was where, though, I, I did wonder if like they <laughs> kind of realized that they they started to do something with the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club a while back, and then ah, ah, you can't say it. You New Japan fifty seven dollars, and then right. like Draven said, like they that? just were like they put it on the back burner so they could build up to the pay per view. But so yeah, I just thought it was weird. They kind of just replayed the same thing, but this time the Young Bucks didn't do it. In hindsight. In hindsight, thinking about it now, maybe they put it on the back burner because it would have been too muddy with Jericho also beating the shit out of their yeah. dad. And they wanted yeah. to go with that. Yeah, the I think they realized after they did it, they were like, ah, we still got a little bit of ways to go before we could have should have got here. So another Sting interview by Tony Schiavone, because that's what we did. Interview segment that <laughs> went downhill real quick. Like Dar- <laughs> Darby <laughs> Allen came out. Uh, the Then out comes Jake and... Archer. Uh, Archer, and uh, so are they going to cuss or not? Because Jake calls him a weenie, but then calls him a dumb son of a bitch. Well, I, and then... I think, I mean, that's all Jake Roberts. I think I don't think that was any sort of AEW <laughs> yeah. directive. Yeah, you don't know. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Jake you know, Roberts calls went... somebody a weenie. He's like, you know, calling them a son of a bitch bastard. <laughs> maybe. Huh? So, and then Team Taz came out, and that was a mess. Brian Cage loves Sting, but they don't. And they didn't know this. They've been hanging out 10 days since this, and at no point did Brian Cage mention that he thought Sting did a good job to any of them. So, that's weird. Well, once he got out there and he saw him again, he was like, ah, fuck, man, you are cool. <laughs> that soul patch you rock is awesome. Uh, I like that they had Darby give the uh, Dark Order an open challenge in honor of Brody. I thought that was... I thought they were chanting Cody, and I was like, this is offensive. I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Brody. I thought that was a cool way to do. It is, it is weird that uh, Darby's like, I've only defended the title three times. That's a joke. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of yeah. is. Why are you fucking bringing our attention <laughs> yeah, to like, and, right. This company doesn't have a book for shit. What? Why, Darby? <laughs> Back off. Uh, I, I liked the Brian Cage, like, being a fanboy of Sting all of a sudden. I just thought, I just thought <laughs> I it was funny. Too. Like, I mean, it was – yeah, I I don't think it was meant to be, but I did too. I, and then like everyone else getting upset about it, I was like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> yeah, like I, I wish Brian Cage had been like, "Dude, I'll still go beat up people with you." I just kind of think Sting's awesome. That's all. Like, <laughs> like I really don't want it to lead into like a big Team Taz breakup. I just really want them to have the promos where Brian Cage is like, "Dudes, you know, back off." Like, did you not you not remember Surfer oh. Sting? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America, where you love Sting. <laughs> maybe, maybe Cage bleaches his hair and starts doing surfer Sting. <laughs> yeah, this is just like a. So also, they use Sting promos to set up. Like every week, they use a Sting promo to set up like six different storylines. So did did you guys know that Brian Cage is? <laughs> this time they doubled the yeah. scope though by having him get interrupted twice. In yeah, the same three. Promo. Darby, his own partner, interrupting him, kind of taking the mic. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, blow your guys' minds. Uh, between all of us and Brian Cage, who's the second oldest? Jason, we know you're the oldest. It's Brian. I was gonna Cage. say the way the way you. I mean, it had to be Brian Cage, bitch. or it wouldn't have been a question. 
<laughs> yeah, Brian Cage is would have been real dumb if it old. was like it was you, Cash, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cage, he's the youngest, so. <laughs> but yeah, he's thirty-seven years old. He does not look thirty-seven at all. Well. <laughs> uh, hold a picture of me up right next to him from like five years ago. <laughs> Same guy. What are you talking about? What happened to your laps, man? Uh-huh. Oh, the last five years have been really rough, but I'm saying find a picture uh, from five years ago. That one that we ah, photoshopped. So, uh, <laughs> Omega, anything anything else about this promo? Yeah, well, yeah. It's just yeah. messy. I just, uh, eh, I just kind of don't know. Are they building to an Archer versus Sting match, or is this all to build to an Archer versus Darby I, match? Archer versus Darby would probably I think be, it'll be a tag. Fuck. I don't Jake know if him versus Archer Sting versus would Sting be as good. And, and we'll get to see Sting and Jake just square off just a little bit and not really do anything. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna. Happen. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't want to see. I just think that's what I don't they're want to see that. get to. Um, <laughs> and Jason, and you how's find that on Jason's wrestling fan page? I mean, I, I assume you're gonna have Archer versus Sting and Archer like theatrical type match. Archer does something to put Sting like to hurt him, and that leads to Archer and Darby. Yeah, I guess that that's more. No, I mean, again, they need to spin the wheel, make the deal, and get that coal miner glove. I've said it for weeks now. As as probably the only one on this podcast that's ever had to work. Yeah, coal you, miners you have match. to be. Please, yeah, no. I mean, there's not been many in ever. So, <laughs> who'd you work? I don't remember. It was me and a guy named Ravage versus Did a tag team named Real one? Smooth. <laughs> no, that's disappointing. Just one. <laughs> now, did you guys have to? Huh. Just one. <laughs> I was like, I was a replacement in that match because Wicked no showed the show. Now, did you oh. have to spin a wheel to get into yeah. it, or <laughs> did you get to I use the wish. glove, or was the other dudes? There's only one glove. Uh, our team got it, but I think it was Ravage that got it and popped the guy. Well, and since you guys ran, on him you were a replacement. It makes sense for him to get the glove because he's actually in the story. But <laughs> all right, well. Uh... Let's well, review other with, uh, old matches we've had. That's the new podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's bring up Draven's stuff and shoot on him. So, uh, Scorpio did a... At least match you've ever been in, Jason. Uh, and fanfic? Because that's going to yeah. get real weird. <laughs> uh, Scorpio, uh, Sky, whatever, did a decent promo. I thought it was not bad. It was a pre-tape, so that helps. They probably got it just the way they want, but I thought it was okay. It kind of made me go, oh, yeah, that guy's good. But uh, I yeah. didn't see it, so I have no opinion on it. No. Anybody <laughs> see it? Anybody? Anybody? I saw yeah. it. It was, it was there. Right. I, I'm, yeah, I'm tired of being a good guy. I'm going to be a bad guy. Well, he walked down the it heel was ramp last show. So seconds I mean, or, less. or he walked, he walked back clearly. through the heel entrance. So, yeah. I mean, we didn't need the, yeah. we didn't need the promo. I, I want to start my promo. If I start my promo, it's, as you can see, I walk out. I'm the in the bad promo, guy, and then just walk off. <laughs> I didn't just walk off. I walk the. I what about your home? The <laughs> <laughs> We've worked in two always saying jokes. So anyway, Nick, I'm watching. <laughs> it right right just turn on that. We'll do that. <laughs> so, so uh, Ray <laughs> yeah. Phoenix versus Angelico. Angelico is not very good. Uh, I thought the I thought the match was bad. Are you talking about wrestling? Yeah, that's dancing, great. Dancing Their lockup. I want everyone just as homework to go watch that lockup again and then throw <laughs> up in your mouth like I did if you missed it. 
They, but to be fair to them, they're doing a, a specific bad, style a of match. They're doing they're lucha do, submissions. They're style. doing a specific style called bad. You still could lock up for real. <laughs> That's not how they do it in Mexico. Have you ever seen a lucha libre match, sir? And they look terrible. They don't bump. They roll. <laughs> they don't lock up. They just touch. Just touch middles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh god you can but anyway um i like ray phoenix's finish i, think I don't think he good. needs to hit it's a cool. knee strike first like yeah yeah it's a dick move yeah i have, the too. I have, I have that no exact idea. same note he is he, about... why does he do that little knee <laughs> is he testing to make sure their head isn't too far oh, down maybe. to where it's gonna land between its legs yeah. and actually hit the mat maybe uh yeah, what? he learned that knee <laughs> from his brother's punching abilities. Also, like, was that's that how being, that was being ambiguous. Is. Well, um, not quite like as yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't quite as uh, from that very neck breaky. His was more theatrical versus <laughs> yeah. uh, Phoenix. I think brain right, damage. Though. I do think that knee is to make sure that like that's his like way of being like, yep, they're where I need them. I hope so, because if be. not, there's no fucking reason for it. It's just like... <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, like, I'm about to dick. drop you like on your head and break your neck. Head. First, though... Boop! It's the, it's the back... It's the back top of... Or back top of... <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe, it's, maybe it's a doggo thing. Uh, this dogs. was the first Ray Phoenix match that I didn't like. Uh, I didn't dislike it. I just yeah. didn't care. I thought it was very filler. Um, I... I want. Yep. I wish it was more like fast paced. I don't know if uh, Angelico. I mean, does like he works like a pretty fast, flippy pace sometimes, doesn't he? No. Okay. He's so the he's usually down okay. submission guy, and Jack so, Evans yeah. is the high spot guy. But not just came to my head here. What was the purpose of this match? They're trying to get Pac and Phoenix over as. A great team yeah. and the number one contenders and all Evans that. Why is he working heat? a single? <laughs> I guess. So yeah. Do no, spot. I wonder that same thing uh, watching that, it. Like, that, that, I, I was just like, well, yeah. If these dudes are the Nixon line to get the tag title shots, why are they not working tag matches? They always try, and I get why I would too. I would do the exact same thing. They always work Ray Phoenix into a match because he does ridiculous stuff. So that's why they have to work in a Sting interview with Tony Giovanni and a Ray Phoenix match. They have to. What? Uh, yeah. I like the uh, back handspring cutter, and and even though Angelico might not have sold anything else, he sold that. My note says like Zach Vincent. Hey, the way his head hit, like because he just completely jackknifed it. Like he was straight up and down when he got hit with it. Like the sell was good, but that was my only note for yeah. the entire match. Little the rest of it was just that. Ah. Little yes. little known fact, Zach Vincent's yeah. made of Twizzlers. <laughs> Next time you see him, I'm like biting on a Zach. He's like, why is my neck? <laughs> oh my God, tell me it tastes uh, like Twizzlers. Then we got uh, Miro promo. Uh, so Miro's done with this uh, angle. I'm more <laughs> done with it. So, I, I do really love uh, Fuck You and Your Whole Family Miro, though. Like... I don't give a shit about yeah. you. I don't give a I'll fuck kill- about your wife. I don't give a fuck about yeah. your family. I will bury you all. I'll kill your kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of that. Like, uh, so I'm glad to see that this is hopefully leading into something bigger for him soon. Yeah, he mentioned the world title, so that's good. That's a good sign. Anybody? Mega? 
What do you think? Oh, God. Did Jason die, Mega? Jason? No. Oh. What do you think? That wasn't me. Um, he, I, I like the, he basically was the Brian Cage in this, where it was a listen, <laughs> yeah. we can still be buddies, but I don't yeah. care about what you're saying right now. Like, Cash he's like, it's okay, kind of we're still friends. He said we don't need to be on the, the same page. Daily, honestly. Uh, I don't care about anything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. My friend, I you guess. keep right on saying it, though. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I think I'm making I think Draven right, so. got sidetracked by slide whistle practice. <laughs> well, it is 836. <laughs> we should have known. Slide whistle time. So uh, next we have uh, – uh, an awful, awful, awful dark water. Oh, okay. I didn't have anything between those. I, yeah, I was like, I didn't are write you down anything? Anything? And I was like, what yeah. happened next? Like, we're going to disagree strongly <laughs> about this. Uh, I don't remember the dark order. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, then wait, yeah, why do I have no this. notes about any of this? I think I accidentally deleted my notes. I there's a slide whistle again. I know. I can tell you why I had none. So this is the point when my five-year-old decided she wanted to finish the show with me so I'd be ready in time for the podcast. Oh, no. And she needed to know who everybody on the screen's name was. It took me the entire promo yeah, gotta, to explain to her who like the Dark six, Order seven, was. Nine, uh, <laughs> it, it's a good thing, but at least she didn't want backstories on why they were named what they were named. Um, or anything, and then she really freaked out when Negative One showed up, and she's like, "Who's that kid? Like, he's their leader, I guess. Draven, I don't do know think? anymore." Oh God! Uh, yeah, this was useless. Like, I get it was the open challenge, but they didn't need yeah. to put twenty seconds of them yep. talking about it. Agreed. Just put the damn graphic. All right, up. Cash. I know we're going to disagree because yeah, kind of foreshadowed. So the main event, main event, uh, it got a lot of buzz. I heard about it. I try not to like hear too much. But I kept hearing the buzz about it or whatever, so I was prepared for something great. And I think the story was great. I think they failed in a bunch of places on the execution of it. It was still Man, good. You were still going. Really good. You were going to fucking hate my take on this. <laughs> you got anyone in between? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you guys go first? Okay. Challenge accepted. I'm with Cash on this one. I don't. I don't okay, know what you're here's, talking here's, about, man. It's. I knew you guys were going to go down this and one of the most subtract the blood, no blood at all. Is that match still yeah. great? Because I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's good. It's not. So, uh, like, I wouldn't rate it. But you can't subtract the blood. That's like. But saying, I'm well, saying the blood made everyone blood think. From, blood uh, made it think blood. it was better than it was. <laughs> that Death Valley driver on the ladder sucked. Yeah, that's the point of blood. Yeah, Have you ever played before? Sucked. That's the point. Me and you hit a better one. Do you remember ours? Onto the ladder bridge, way better. We're, and we're not main eventing yes. AEW. The uh, DDT on the chair looked like garbage. It didn't even move the chair or do anything to it. Um, the uh, the other stuff was sloppy. The ladder in the corner spot where the dropkick thing was sloppy as hell. Um, so there was a. I, and again, the story was. Yeah, the story was you great, are fired but up. I just think that people got fooled by the blood and girls bleeding for the first time. This is my second wow. favorite AEW match. Of Jason? Time. Uh, I, I actually lean a little bit more oh, towards split. Tim on this one. Um, I do think 
like I, I in my note the the DDT on the chair like it there there was there was just certain things that it was one of those I thought the match started really slow and then yes when, once the blood came to begin with then it seemed like the match was picking up I mean the powerbomb was- um yeah and it made great visuals but still it yeah, I don't know. It, it still just felt it to me like crisp. it was missing it something. And it, they weren't it was in the... They weren't. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, say Christian. Christian. It was, was missing there, Christian. Like it was, the the powerbomb was, well, the was a great bomb. So... I, mean, I mean, there was a bunch of good parts to it, but there's a bunch of things I think that would pretty much be botches. Close to botches. Well, my, my other thought was, so... W- we can agree that the the AEW women's division is weaker than other it's it's cl- it's climbing companies divisions right? I right. I don't you got to be more specific. What are we talking here? Because Raw and SmackDown have shitty women's divisions right now. Okay, so just in and of itself, though, there isn't a lot of great yeah. workers there be in women that are division. Doing shitty things, but like Charlotte Fire is better than it, every woman so, I have there. Okay, so so okay. If those two are, are your best, maybe in ring people, then d- did they need the gimmick match? I guess that I think that's what, what you're talking about. Like, if if they didn't, it could they have just had the match without them what? doing all that and then yeah. left the, what the you blood just said, in that to a Nyla Rose match? What you just said pertains to every gimmick match in the history of wrestling. He's got these two have been in a six month long feud that escalated I, I, months and months and months. See, I'm on the other end, but of that. they don't I need love gimmicks. The story, and I think so the gimmick was needed. Was perfect for this. I just, I mean, I, I. So my thing in wrestling, and everyone, like even Ron Mathis, makes a shoot about this. He's like, yeah, if you're trained by Vance Desmond, your character work will suck, but you'll be crisp as hell. So like crispness is the most important thing to me, and there's just too many non crisp things. Really, outside of the DVD, I don't remember the DDT, so I can't count that. The DVD on the ladder was a little too safe for what they sold it for. But other the drop than that, I, the ladder, I don't remember any major. Yeah, I, uh, the the Death Eye Driver wasn't great, but I think if I mean if we're gonna like, you can get nitpicky about a lot of like I can definitely get nitpicky about a lot of matches. So like I can't really like because uh, that shit happens a lot so i hate to like really hold that against them uh because i didn't think it was egregious enough that it like well here's the problem and it wasn't like it's something slipped or something it's just that they chickened out a little bit and that's the problem i have with it not that they not that they like if they would have fell and just you know whatever i would have been better with it than she jumped the landed on her feet and then i don't I don't know if saying they chickened out is really accurate. I think Rosa giving it might have been too safe, but I, I had agree. nothing to do with how she took it. So I don't, I don't remember that at all. Uh, she set up a chair into a DDT on a on a chair standing up, yeah, and it either. didn't even move the chair. And she just kind of put her hand there, and then sold like she died. Oh, I know why Tim's so fucking salty <laughs> at this match. Britt took his. Oh his yeah, she does stomp. do my stomp. But uh, no, I'm fine with that. Uh, she sure did. <laughs> She also did it wrong, though. She used her 
in her she used her outside leg as the dude. stomping that leg. seems silly <laughs> i can so i've i yeah. used to have to stomp with my right foot but i've got to the point where other people have been facing wrong and i just use my other foot so i'm ambidextrous on that one but yeah i guess maybe some people can't i had to get that way with my elbow drop too the one laying by the ropes i had to get ambidextrous with it because just if someone's laying the wrong way but and that would be my fault but yeah, she must maybe only be able to stop with the, her right foot or something. I don't know. Um, to, so to the blood thing, I'm gonna finish what Draven started to say. Uh, if you took the blood out of Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, that match wouldn't have been that good. Like, I think it still would have been a great match fundamentally. The story wouldn't have been as good. What's when was the what? Match? What? Yeah, I mean the blood's the best part. Stone less, than a, less, less than a year ago, uh, the figure four stuff on the post where Austin. I thought the like, I thought the story they were going to tell was going to be a leg story, and it was going to be a really good one. And then the blood came, and the story completely changed. But the the leg story and the brutality of how like tight they were with everything is you actually believe those dudes do not like each other, and just. It comes completely through, even without the blood. Now, would it have been as epic to pass out with the blood? Absolutely not. The blood made the story. But the match itself would have been as good outside the blood. This one, I'm saying outside the blood, it wasn't as good. And it would have been, that match would have been four stars with no blood, became five with the blood. I think this one without the blood is two, and with the blood is three. Meltzer yeah, gave it I four feel, and three I, I quarter it stars. Just, you know? So, I think you get. I think. I think if you want to use a Meltzer rating on AEW, you have to take a one star off everything he says. So, uh, my only complaint with this match is that there wasn't more of a. Uh... I was going to say blood. No. I was like Jesus Christ, uh, what kind of sicko are you? Like I said earlier, <laughs> I wish they would have taken a little bit of time off of the Pinnacle promo and maybe cut out like two other promos and had like a. I know they had like that really quick little. Here's why these two look at these two jump each other. Yeah, but I wish they would have had an actual like that should have been promo longer. video. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope because I, I didn't know really why this match was happening, so I didn't know there was like, I didn't know the history, and I didn't feel like the commentary did a great job of explaining it. But that being said, without even knowing like the history and the story, I fucking love this. Uh, I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I just I, don't think it's five stars. I think it, I thought it was, it was a, great. Really and match. here's my take that you're going to fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to hate this. It reminded me. Here's the entire like once the blood kicked in and the match started picking up. Easy. Uh, yeah, Easy. go ahead. Oh shit! I know where this is going. Can I guess before you say it? Yep. Uh, Royal it Rumble. Reminded me. Okay, and that's it for today's episode. <laughs> it Go reminded ahead. me of that. I see it too. <laughs> to me, Kim is driving to your house to kill to you me, right now. This match <laughs> made. I Brit agree Baker. with you 100. What's your address again, Cash? I'm on, I'm this on match already. made Britt Baker the way that match made Triple H. Yeah. And the way that WrestleMania made I, Stone Cold, I, I almost, I almost agree with that. Again, I think the story was great. I think the I don't think anyone's going to remember but... the little, uh, the little things like the. I no one's going to remember that. that. No, so I like, I that. like it's hard to even hold that against the match. I think because no one's going to care. Let's put, let's put it this way: there's never been a match 
in the United States, as far I as agree, I know, that had the women sense. bleeding. There's never been a match right. in the United States where the women went would, to thumbtacks. But, I don't but think. if Cody and Penta had this exact same thing, will we feel the same? We'd be talking about how but much I mean, better I, their match was than yeah, it but like ended up being done, earlier in the if show. If they had done the uh, the uh, burning ham, not burning hair, but the DVD onto the ladder that way, just like we saw them do it and did that bad chair spot and the lame drop kick in the corner, we wouldn't have let them off. See, I don't think okay. the drop kick in the corner was lame, so we disagree there. But if they only had one spot, yeah, I didn't, come off the ladder, rest, I didn't think I the ladder. I didn't think the drop kick ladder was that. This. I mean, it looked as good as I've seen it hit by a lot of other people in wrestling, like in WWE too. I don't think it ever looks that great unless you're willing to let your face sit there and take it full force. I don't even think that you should do it. So it just looked normal to me. I don't remember the chair DDT, so I can't say anything about that. I mean, the Death Valley Driver was the only spot that I remember from the match that I was just like, ah, that could have went better. Yeah. I it mean, the powerbomb into the tax was great. Her cell the finish was great. She was, was like amazing off the apron. The, her, uh, her submission being reversed into the tax. I, 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 I thought she, she was going to. Try and hook the submission in. Me too. I bet she suggested it, but if you guys noticed, all the crazy fucking bucks yeah. was Brit. Mm. Like Rosa didn't really take anything like crazy, so she might have. So, vetoed I mean, this is me being a chauvinist, so I'll go ahead and say that. But imagine being like Adam Cole and watching your girlfriend like bleed like that on TV, and it's never been done. Like, are you scared for her? Are you happy for uh, her? He tweeted Both, out she was a I badass. Guess? She is a badass. I mean, that was a. He probably had the same yeah. look on his face that she had at the one NXT yeah. pay per view. That would have been a great payback. <laughs> Someone needs to edit that into there, like him selling and put it in. Be like, oh, there we go. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I love the match. <laughs> I thought. Uh... Oh, like Tim was about to say, I cut him off. That finisher yeah. through yeah, the dude. table looks fucking uh, sick. Oh, uh, what? So I, I actually, like, the only thing, again, I wish they would have just like kind of did like a big promo package for this because. I don't know who Rebel is. I don't know what what she's doing. Like, what's her purpose? Like, I don't know what her role in this whole storyline is. Like, I know she's Britt's friend. Okay. She, I, yeah, she, I just wish, yeah. I Ralph think if you're going to advertise your though. unsanctioned lights out, first time ever on Dynamite, and here's the two women in the main event. Like, I can't believe they didn't go all out on a video for it. Yeah, and the commentators didn't help either. I think someone said that. Commentators didn't really help us That's enough if you hadn't been watching and seen all this. Yeah, stuff, I, I mean, other missed, you know, I actually missed the little video they played before when I first watched it where they showed these two attacking each other. So I didn't even know that part until I went back and watched it today. Uh, so, like, the whole match, I was just mm. like, so why are these two doing this? Like, I love it, but I feel like there's probably a really good story here for it, for it to come to this. And I just, yeah, the commentators were just kind of like, this is the first time ever. Like, they just kind of kept saying that a lot. And <laughs> yeah, so that was my only complaint about the whole match was just AEW's production. <laughs> At least there's yeah. no, bas- no basketball. I think, I think it's crazy that AEW had a match this good on a tape show and they were restrained enough to not really like. Yeah, it's even more pushing it on social media. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I can't believe it stayed so quiet. They stuck to their... Also, 
so as workers, Jason included, right. uh, how how hard is it to do a match like that just in of front of like the boys? That'd be hard to do all that stuff in front of the boys. Yeah, well, I would. I would I think it'd be. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Only like twenty people in the front row, and you know they're all wrestlers, and their reactions are not legitimate. Yeah, they're all and you're digging and, and bumping on ladders and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, you'd really have to get that old, the the backyard wrestling mentality back. Because, like, I mean, yeah. I did death or just your well. These girls I did death working, matches. These girls, these girls were. I never lost ahead. it. <laughs> I would say they were working indies, just like you know, Brit uh, longest like a year ago or whatever. But I mean, uh, what's her name? Thunder Rosa was like me and Jason saw her at the Mania thing. She worked the penis party match, so she was working in front of small crowds just here recently. <laughs> a funny sentence. Well, she's not even in the. She's not contracted to yeah. AEW. She's That's an NWA yeah. contracted person. Right. So, all right. So, uh, yeah. okay. So we all like the main. It's just we're a little bit split on how good it was. So, uh, and I and I am now I am willing to go back and watch it again uh, because I, as I had told you guys before we started the podcast, there definitely was <laughs> drama going on in my household. Um, so as I said, during the dark order promo, my five-year-old decided to watch with me and I was like, oh, sweet. You can watch. It's going to be women fighting and she loves wrestling. So I was like, it's going to be the women in the main event. And I thought it was going to be a good training, uh, teaching moment. And I was like, <laughs> she's a doctor and a wrestler. So don't like, let anyone ever tell wrestling. you, you can't do anything. That's and that was all great. And then the match started. And there were lots of questions and there was lots of <laughs> crying going on next to me about whether or not these women were going to live. Um, so that also <laughs> I mean, probably that's easy. That's easy for you to answer. They're definitely both going to die one day. I, I was like, um, I don't know, honey. I'm pretty sure they're going to be okay. Uh, we'll have to watch next week's to make sure that they're well, okay. Whenever- She's like, I can't watch this again. Um, so I'm sure that also skewed my um, just normal sitting and watching the match. So I will definitely go back and watch it again well, after hearing a, what everyone good has thing to for say. AEW, and, so uh, I never showed uh, Julie anything in wrestling because she doesn't care. But I thought the gig job that uh, Britt had done was ridiculous. Like one of the points when she doesn't have blood everywhere, I paused it and I said, Julie, come here. And she came in. I was like, look at this. This is uh, American wrestling, women's wrestling in America now. And showed her or whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I saw that on social media. So the fact that she saw how bloody. Yeah. Yeah, wow, so, I mean, she's friends with like yeah. some of my wrestler friends, but still, the fact that she already knew about it is kind of saying something about yeah. AEW getting attention with this, you know. So. Who knew that uh, when Britt was coming <laughs> up to the ring every time they're saying DMD? Yeah. Oh. She's been all day writing that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all fucking day. And that's a perfect uh, way to end. So uh, the Deathmaster Dennis. Um, lost, but look, look like a star. Look so like Triple H. Austin lost. And... <laughs> all right, and that's it for this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Ratings. Oh, no, ratings. Go first. Uh, mine's. I'm sticking with the same as I gave last week's. Actually, uh, a 55. Oh wow. Uh, this the main event and the Good Brothers tag made it for me. Oh, <laughs> that Good Brothers tag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. Honestly, the first half of the show, the I could have done. I really didn't care about, uh, but then like the last half delivered pretty big for me. I thought. Draven. 
Wow. I wow. have it at a 71. The, uh, the Pinnacle promo, the women's match, I really dug the mocks in the Kingston promo and the Christian promo. I mean, that main event. Jason, I, you got to go because mine's going to be too so. much of a shock value. So you go. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I have a 44. Uh, again, I, I like the women's mat, the main event. I just, I, I, I don't know. It, did, it just didn't resonate with me all the way through. Uh, and other than that, yeah, the promos were, were more highlights than the other matches. Um, if it wasn't for a few uh, tag moves that we actually got to see during the Good Brothers match, I wouldn't have cared about that one either. Um but yeah, the promos. Uh, MJF gets twenty. Yeah, I mean, of that MJF is a big part himself. of um, MJF is a big. Don't let him know that. So well, I mean, that, so that's he gets twenty-two. So he's getting half of what my score was just for yeah, his my his mic work himself. MJF thing too. So, I think that was the best thing on the show. Close second was the main event. Yeah, I know it's ouch. Yeah, <laughs> he's freaking out. But I say thirty-six. Wow. Is uh is seventy one yeah. the highest rating so far? I think so. I okay. think so. Yeah. Yeah. I had the I, uh, uh, shock episode. I almost I went sixty one. Uh, originally, I was like around a sixty five seventy, and then I've like started to where I don't do the rating until the next day. Uh, so looking back on it, I dropped it back down to same as last week. I. I give mine a, 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 a in between two numbers now is what I do, like a high and a low. And I know it's in between there. And as we discuss it, I kind of go through in my mind which way I'm going on the scale. So I have between I have between uh, 25 and 40 on this was what I thought initially. And then as we went, I kind of decided 36. So. What oh, would God, your average raw not as good. I mean, here's the here's the thing with raw that I think I like more than everybody else or cares more about is the technical things that are going on in the ring. All their bumps are just uniform, and everyone sends each other off the ropes properly, and the lockups are always good. I look at stupid stuff. So, but then like the story. So you, you, so you would like rate a McDonald's chain higher than like a. Yes, I would because McDonald's made way more shop. money. If I had one own one or the other, I'm taking McDonald's all day, every day. <laughs> uh, and I, I was, and I hate McDonald's. Ask Cash. That's my only. Yeah, those are our money for McDonald's. Monsters eat. Yeah, because when we go to lunch, I go. Uh, I'm I'm finding yeah. it kind of hard to. Like I'm having to change the way I l- watch wrestling since I have to like do a rating for this because because <clears throat> like I'm so I, programmed to, to think one bit. way because of WWE, but I do like we talk about how many promos there are on this show compared to wrestling, but I do appreciate the fact that like I'd say ninety percent of the promos and the little things they're doing are always leading to something <clears throat> and like raw has a shitload of promos sometimes and not enough wrestling, but a lot of their stuff never really goes anywhere and it never plays back in. Yeah. So I, like, I really, when I first watch AEW and I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so many damn promos. But then once I start to think about what those promos 
said, I'm like, oh, well, shit, that lead that sets up like three shows. So, I, I, I yeah, I, this is the way that I think you got to approach it because this is how I approach it. And I think it really changed how I came into it. So, AEW is a wrestling promotion, WWE is just content. They don't give a shit about. Yeah, Tim was saying that now that they're out Peacock, as much even more so. Like, why would they? They don't care at all now. Yeah, we had that conversation. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to draw. You don't nope. have to do anything. You got guaranteed money. So, is you want to put out? They've slowly all their financial factors have become things they don't got to worry about anymore. To the point where they don't even have to worry about booking pay per views anymore because they have a guaranteed two billion dollars. Oh, I'm glad you over the next five years. So I was listening to uh, uh, Meltzer podcast or something, and they were talking about the money that AEW pay per view made. And then he's like, "Yeah, and WWE doesn't make that anymore." Meltzer chimed in and said, "Actually." 25% of all the money a pay-per-view makes still comes from traditional pay-per-view money, which blew my mind that pe- that many people still buy pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. So, Even with the network being $10 a month for the last seven years, there's yeah. still old-timers out there that just don't want to deal with it, and they buy it old school. Um, so crazy. So I, I was going to say this, but I don't know up. if this Raw would be a good one. We should do a Raw, one Raw, just randomly as a comparison. I thought about the Raw at the WrestleMania, but 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 oh, Raw at WrestleMania God. is not fair because that, that one's always, you know, they put a lot of work into it. So good. Well, I uh, I don't know. The last couple of years they've stopped trying because they yeah don't they like kind of have the fans hijack the show. They purposely booked a bad fucking Raw something. after WrestleMania the last time they're in front of the crowd. Hates that. <laughs> Right. Uh, listen, <laughs> I don't like it when I've spent months and months getting my fanfic ready, so I know what the storyline need to be. <laughs> and when yeah. CM Punk doesn't come out again, what we need—I will chant his name. What we need to do if Jay show up? We got to go back and review uh, Raw from 1994 uh, so he can hit us with all uh, that. And then IRS. that's why he had his son <laughs> there on the legacy, but then he became a weirdo. And- Deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, we should do a raw. At some but then point. Papa Shango got a hold of him, and just yeah. so we can compare and contrast, just so Omega can give a score of ten. Uh, and... I mean, so like my I'll, still, I'll my go to show. If, you had, if I had to pick on one wrestling show to watch every week, like gun to my head, I'd still go NXT. But AEW is definitely growing. Like I was not a, really much of a fan until we started watching. And I'm starting to kind of turn around on it now. And then, like, I would put SmackDown below AEW and then Raw at the bottom. I know. I'm you won't have pretty to happy about decide it. here in a couple weeks because they're moving to Tuesdays for NXT. Ah, man. I don't <laughs> think I have the time for uh, that. Then, when are you going to watch Impact? That's a good <laughs> joke, Jason. You had to work on that all day. Awkward. What? Uh, so, um, on the Busted Open podcast this week, they uh, Impact is having their pay per view the <laughs> first the first night of Mania, and so Tommy Dreamer is one of the hosts. And they were like, "Oh, so you're coming for WWE?" And he he just kept laughing. He was like, "No, we are not." 
uh, they're moving to like, and if anyone wants to say that now they're moving to Tuesdays because there's going to be a war on Tuesdays, he's like, that is not even close to true. He's like, I'm not even going to say that we're trying to go to war with them. He's like, it took us a year to get the venue. We booked this long before we ever knew that they were even going to do two nights, let alone that that would be uh, well, probably did- many a weekend, but we didn't think they were going to do two nights. How many like, do you guys give them to buy? 18. I say they get yeah. 17 buys. Uh, we're going to price the right rules <laughs> if it goes over then. So I told Cash this story today, and he didn't know. But Tommy Dreamer told him bust it open. He, so Impact wanted to get CM Punk, right? So they asked Tommy Dreamer to reach out to him. And they told him, Tommy Dreamer, we'll give him a million dollars for four matches, right? Well, Tommy Dreamer texted Punk and said, hey, I got a deal for you for a match. Yeah. I got a deal oh, for you. I know, for I know mistake number one already. Impact for a million, <laughs> right? And then Punk said no. But then when Tommy went back, he said no to the match for a million. They're like, no, that's for four matches. He's like, oh, and Impact's like, thank God he said no, because we're not going to give him a million dollars for one match. We can't do it. So, <laughs> Right. I don't know why these people keep making the same mistake. Punk flipped the fuck out and was very mad at AEW for uh... texting him an offer instead of calling him. He said, "If yeah, you're that makes sense. about business, you know, go, do not text me. Call me. Do and million dollar business over text so if he messaging. Yeah, him, that's obviously. Uh, if if you're looking to get hired at my place of business and you text me about a job, or if I was texting someone to see if they Since wanted when? a job, I wouldn't take them serious, and I am not paying a million dollars. Just in case you guys thought that was a punchline, and you thought if you were going to come work for me for punch, if you yeah. punk, would you pay a million dollars for?" Yep. No. He's worth it. You make the money back. For one match? <laughs> they wouldn't. I well, I don't think impact, impact would get a residual punk gold. I think they would get a residual bump because I think the pay-per-view alone would get them over a million dollars to pay for him. And I think that they would gain maybe maybe, you know. Who that is a hard thing. So let AEW go do that then. Yeah. But that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you were right. I, I didn't even consider that Moose. That's, that's the, the first thing match. I thought of when I saw the results. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, I didn't know. Yeah, he was like, that, that, like who gave who how much of a who gives a shit? Uh, all right, well now we're in the impact. That means <laughs> yeah. the top of the podcast. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, God. that's just no. impact tf yeah uh, that's also no yes the only yeah. way we, yeah. Yeah. yeah i am yeah. Like, we don't these podcasts to do them we're getting paid yeah if, in, i would rather cover <laughs> your fanfic in a podcast so <laughs> And uh, we will see you guys on the next one. They'll be out Saturday morning, if not Friday night. So uh, thank you guys, and we will see, see you, you later. Time.